Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. Los Chupa Cabres. Yes, kids, I said it right this week. I can't thank David enough for being on last week's episode. Um, David, I am going to come out. We are going to fucking ride mopeds all over East Los and you're going to give me some of those good burrito joints. Cause if you ever come to many, if you ever come to St. Paul, I have the good ones myself. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in for another, another week of second chance moped podcast. I have a few announcements for everyone. A I've gotten a lot of emails this past week. I'm sorry. I'm working like a fool. I'm working 11 hour days. I haven't shown anybody yet, but I've been also trying to remodel my home shop and I'm digging gas and pow- more power out to the shop. So between working 11 hour days, coming home, digging trenches, setting up permits, blah, blah, blah. I've been working like a fool, but I will get back to everybody. So thank you again for all your positive feedback. Um, I want to say again, don't be afraid to email me at second chance moped at gmail.com again second chance moped at gmail.com or look us up on instagram second chance pod second chance pod and i got a little announcement to make richmond has five to six moped clubs there already they have a podcast i have an announcement to make they're getting another podcast i'm moving to richmond so come fall 2021 you're getting another podcast um so mopeds are awesome mopeds are rad and the things and the connections and the dots you put together with meeting people in the moped community is so fascinating to me i fucking love it i had never heard of this person and i will be the and i always admit when i'm wrong people and when i'm ignorant about something i heard of pinball run about a year and a half ago and then I heard it got changed to Baker's Dozen. And then I was watching watching Travis tutorials a, tutorial a couple weeks ago to kind of prep a little bit for that episode. And then I saw this episode where he does kind of the retrospective of Pinball 3. Or it might have been Baker's Dozen. Anyways, the West Coast one. And I believe I, have, I, I saw, I heard a name associated with a certain ride there. Somebody had a limo for a chase vehicle. It had Gold Rush on there. And I thought that was the raddest thing ever. And I heard this person's name, and I could have stuff screwed up because you know me in detail. Sometimes I'm really good with them, or sometimes I'm really bad with them. But I heard the name got brought up a few times, and I'm like, oh, he's the one who started. Oh, so I did my little research and did the Facebooking and just reached out to him. And like 98.72% of all mopeders I've reached out to, they get back to me with a positive response. They're like, Hey, I love what you're doing, man. This, that, or the other thing. And generally it's a yes. And this person said yes to coming on the podcast, a member of the old moped guard. I'd like you to introduce yourself now, sir. What's up? It's Rob Burrito. How are you doing, Rob? Hey, doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty Thanks for ex- having me. Appreciate that. Oh, dude, no worries. You're freaking. Yeah. Uh, we'll get, we'll get into your story and see if I got everything right about your uh, chase vehicle. Or if that was your cheese vehicle. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so Rob, on Second Chance, a moped podcast, we talk what happened, what it was like, and what it's like today. So, yeah. the standard question of every podcast is, Rob, what was the 
first time you ever remember seeing a moped and what it what was that like for you oh i, th- I think i was about six or seven years old and uh it was over at a friend of mine and his older brother had one mm-hmm. and uh he was offering to give us rides around this little like wooded area behind the house and uh no sooner than 10 minutes on there we wrecked nice. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of turned me off from mopeds for a couple of years but uh yeah it was it was pretty fun we were probably going it was a it was a magnum xk and i remember which i know that now i didn't know that then of course but uh yeah, yeah. anyway just remembering two details about it i'm like oh yeah i know exactly what that was but uh <laughs> yeah like we were swerving it was going well off road with this thing and uh we hit a rock that threw him straight into a locust tree Oh, and no. we went flying. Yeah. yeah. And it was fun. Like none of like none of us seriously hurt, but we limped ourselves back and yeah, he screwed up the forks and I probably bought that moped from someone <laughs> <laughs> you know, twenty years later. But uh, where where was this at in the world? Uh this is in that was in Dover, Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. Which so is South Central PA. Mm-hmm. It's kind of directly north of Baltimore and maybe like an hour and a half to two hours west of Philadelphia. Dude, that's so beautiful in that countryside and the topography over there. Like I kind of like two weeks out of the year. It's great. <laughs> Dude, um, we got five oh, inches coming, of snow in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can piss off on that one. Um, that's why I'm moving to Richmond. Um uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so and me, I love my gosh darn timelines. And people, I'm gonna make an effort to not swear so much on the podcast, but I like to swear a lot. So I work what, in the kitchen. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Where, um, what year is that? Do you remember or oh, not to right. date you or been, anything like that? Yeah. That would have been like 87 probably. Right on. Good year. Yeah. Minnesota twins won the world series that year. Um, I okay. just, want to point, just want to point that out. To <laughs> so obviously you fell, you heard, it's shied away from mopeds. When's the first time oh, yeah. you actually got on mopeds then? Uh, well, after, after that, just living in like, I ended up in rural Pennsylvania for a while and, uh, just always had dirt bikes around, mm-hmm. uh, and I had to fix them if I wanted to ride them. Cause it was always like somebody up the street had one that was broken or, you know, whatever. So I got to learn two strokes pretty quick. And I had to, at the time I had a stepdad that was really cool and took some time to actually teach me some shit. Awesome. So yeah, I was actually like used to ripping around on like old RM80s and CR125s and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and to get them to work i had to i was the one working on them you know so yeah. <laughs> it was kind of cool to be able to learn a lot of that stuff and you know i eventually got out of that started i got into burritos oddly enough i was touring with like punk rock bands and stuff mm-hmm. and we had one in california that changed my life and toured the country six years playing music and eating burritos and kind of ruled yeah. uh, but then ended up back in pa uh and i was making burritos out of my house uh, just every weekend because you couldn't get a good one here and uh yeah yeah dude i imagine yeah, you know the deal but uh yeah minnesota i can only imagine dude but, no uh, <laughs> we have awesome burritos believe it or not like we have yeah. a lot of migrant workers who've settled like migrant workers oh, sure. from the 70s and they yeah. settled in like around st paul minneapolis we actually have seizure chavez boulevard Okay. Honestly, some of the best uh, Mexican food I've had outside the Medelia trailer park. So, and that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, 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 last dude. time I was in Minnesota, you guys made sure I ate a bunch of pizza. 
I'm okay. sorry. Well, you know what? <laughs> that that was the casseroleers. I'm sorry they have <laughs> yeah. bad taste because <laughs> Rob. That's yeah, I'm throwing sh- I'm throwing shade on you guys. Like I'll say it. I was born and bred in Minnesota. I hate casseroles. I fucking hate casseroles, dude. Like my ex-wife would cook them because she thought they were cute, dude. I, I love the casserolers. You can't pay me enough to eat a casserole anymore. Yeah, great people. But yeah, dude. Next time you come to Minnesota, I'll show you where to eat. But okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't say it's like on the on the bucket list. list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely down to swing by for sure. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. I'll put you but, on. Uh, a, I'll put you on a Hobbit. We'll go ride around, and wreck some shit, dude. No worries. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm into that. Um, so I guess from there, I got somebody traded me a uh, a moped for thirty bucks, like a moped that was like two boxes and a moped for mm-hmm. thirty bucks worth of burritos. And yeah. I remember getting got it. I was just like, sure, you know, whatever. Like, I'll take it. Uh, I get it. Start fucking with it put it back together uh later that week and get it ripping around the yard and i just i had a smile on my face i hadn't had for a really long time i'm just like oh shit you know like something's different here yeah yeah, yeah. what, and, what uh, moped was that Do you, if i i always butt into people's stories for these weird no, details i love to hear yeah it was a derby variant tt Oh shit! Of so you got mopeds. yeah, dude. So you got on a <laughs> you got on a variated bike, and like anybody who gets on a variated bike for like that smile ride changes. Oh the- yeah. Oh definitely, yeah. It just so happens it's I still have it, of course. You know, since hey, dude. Yeah, that, it rolls. Um, let me see. I did use some parts from that on the second pinball, which was fun. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was cool to have you know that set of engine cases going with me. But um, let me see here. Yeah, after after that, of course, I was like, all right, well, I need another one because we got to start riding with somebody. Yeah. So you know the deal. Like, that's mm-hmm. how it goes. So now, either you this... get one or one of your friends get ones, and then everybody has one. Yeah, yeah. Up in, and you're back up in PA at this point. Mm-hmm. How available yeah, yeah, How PA. available were dirt? Because you got kind of a really – how the hell you got a derby traded for 30 burritos? Is, <laughs> is, no, it's like, 30 bucks worth of burritos. 30 – oh, my goodness. Like – <laughs> like everybody is like tearing their hair out right now like what? <laughs> like so you said you're looking for more bikes for your friends to find did you ever find a deal on a derby like that again or uh yeah well i got a limited for 180 bucks once that was cool nice, nice yeah dude. uh trying to think maybe not quite as cool as a derby but uh yeah. yeah i picked up i picked up a c5 and a and an rd once as well those were the two that we took on the second pinball and awesome. they were 300 bucks each awesome yeah 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 Um, there's some good deals yeah yeah (laughs) but they never run they're always in boxes (laughs) that's fine dude i tell people the best bike i ever bought that it's the frame is actually a part of a daily rider it was a it was a pallet hobbit for 50 bucks oh hell yeah yeah dude yeah i i'm not like i tell people i'm not saying the guy smoked crystal meth that day but i'm not saying (laughs) you didn't smoke it that week so (laughs) (laughs) but um so you, you got your you got your derby running you're starting to look for stuff like how how's yeah. the evolution of mopeds and like what what time are we in i know people kind of get annoyed with my timeline stuff but like i find it fascinating yeah. especially the old guard like trying to source yeah. parts i mean that's oh my thing, god yeah like that's the thing i know how how effing lucky i am to just like email email dana or benji at treats and like hey i need this yeah. now okay we'll get it to you like yeah 
It wasn't always like that. No, no, it's not. <laughs> and not much of the stuff is crossover from dirt bikes. Some mm -hmm. of it was, you know, like it, I like I was at least familiar with um, with the Minuki carbs and shit. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of times I tried to put those on before, and they were just always too big, and nothing ever quite fit up right. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of using uh, handlebar grips for connectors, you know, just <laughs> shove it in one side and shove it on the intake on the other. A lot of like cutting exhausts for new intakes and that kind of shit. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think for yeah for parts though tires. I guess there was one there was one dude in Hershey, uh, Rob Kane, that ran Moped Central, and he had at least a you know a barn full of bikes that he would sell me parts off of. So that was like the closest guy that had something. And I think the other one when I got into it was uh, Moped Junkyard in uh, near the beach. I think it's in Maryland or. Okay. Uh, Maryland or New Jersey, I can't remember. Yeah. Actually, it might have been Delaware. But yeah, it was, it's like somewhere near the Mid-East Coast Beach. Awesome. Yeah, um, th those are like the only two places. And you had to like, sometimes there you even had to like dig up part numbers and shit. So there's uh -huh. a lot of looking through old service manuals for numbers that they have to check after you get the number and all that. It was, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. How would you, like, that's, that's interesting to me. How did you even source the old uh, parts manuals? Did you just go like, because what I've been told, like, Mopeds were sold at like bicycle shops or like JC. I yeah. mean, obviously everybody knows JC Penny, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And like, and you're, you're from the old guard. Let me ask you, I've heard this rumor before. With certain Pintos you bought, you mm -hmm. got a Pinto. Was that true or not? Or is that just kind of one of those urban legends I've been told? Somebody told well, me that once where like you buy a Ford Pinto, you get a Pinto moped. I'm like, nah, never that heard doesn't, that, that doesn't sound right nah. to me, but like, whatever. <laughs> No, I think the Honda had that like Moto Compo that came with the one car that you pulled the scooter out of the back. Oh, but dude, that's the I only one I know that like a scooter and a car came together. Yeah, yeah. I want one of those so bad. But they yeah. just look oh, they're like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to ride Andy's from Detroit when I <laughs> whenever I get there for, for rally. But that thing will probably kill me because that kid's tuning that thing so much right now. Yeah. They they get dangerous when you pep them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's like a, I got a mini folding moped like that too, where it's just like, we made it too fast. And it's just like, we're going to kill ourselves. Like, this is dumb. That's why I, I'm terrified to get on some of the um, e-mopeds that are going, like the Onyx. Yeah. I've, I've seen those. Those are oh, yeah, awesome. Do they, you right? have one? Yeah. yeah. They, they're so awesome. And they terrify me. I mean, I'll get on one like eventually, <laughs> but like, there's no sound dude. And they're just, they're like yeah. ludicrous speed. Like, freaking just lightning quick they're awesome but yeah yeah first thing i did was sneak up on the mailman with it and they're like <laughs> it's right behind him he was walking he didn't hear me i honked the horn he's like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yeah um, i took one to the the wizards last ride out of lancaster in pennsylvania nice yeah nice. rode with them on that so that was pretty fun awesome awesome yeah dude like again i was on a ride this uh end of summer and just I never knew seen the kid in Minnesota before just showed up with the Onyx. I'm like, dude, that's oh, yeah. rad. Like just the you know, college kid in St. Cloud, Minnesota, like just had an yeah, Onyx. Nice. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Um, yeah. But we'll get back into your and tangents are awesome. I love sidebars, sure. but let's, yeah. let's, uh, cause I, I want to get the subject. I really would love to talk about is how you started your thing. You started years ago, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. but, but, um, so getting parts were was a yeah. big pain in the rear, if you will. Yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think if that was like 2004, maybe. 2004, okay. 2005. Yeah. You're big on timelines, so there you go. Well, no, I'm just trying to. I, I like I tell everybody, I, I don't anymore. But I smoked a lot of weed, and I love yeah. watched a lot of VH1 behind the music, and so like it was always mm. timelines and making stuff flow and connect and putting the yeah. putting the puzzle pieces together, like because that was yeah. some rumor why I heard you know pinball is even a possibility was a collection that people could actually get parts that would last and the durability of things and like oh yeah then I found like you know the source of the pinball so yeah for real. yeah but um. So you got the Derby. You got yeah. what was your what was your second bike you got? Like that's I got a. It was actually a pair. It was like a Badovus VA and a uh, a Bronco. Nice. Like those Broncos are so silly, but like <laughs> obviously the Derby tore them up. But they were all they all happened to be like yellow and black too. So it was mm-hmm. it was fun to have like people black and yellow cruising around. Three of us just huge fans around like bikes. bunches. Yeah. Swimming around like some bumblebees, you know the deal. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, and that once once we had the three of them, that was just like people started asking me for more of them. I was like, okay, I'll keep my eyes out. And then next thing you know, it was like five, and then seven, and then I was picking up like a van at an auction of thirteen of them, and just oh, kind of ridiculous. It, yeah, uh, <laughs> the glory I got days. to, I stopped counting at a hundred, but I was over one fourteen at one point, and that's when things got a little ridiculous because <laughs> i guess like i was getting into them before they like before other people were checking them you know like on craigslist and shit mm-hmm. and they were you know 50 to 200 bucks and some of them just garage kept like one guy was like he got it to ride to work at a candy store mm-hmm. and he worked at a candy store when he was 18 and every day he got it back he put a plastic cover over it and that, it was man. garage kept so single awesome. owner the whole time and then he, he, he picked up a cheap uh, Chinese scooter, like a little like Buddy 50 or something, mm-hmm. and said, decided he didn't want his old moped anymore. And that was, uh, yeah, that was like, he, wanted, he was like, well, I paid, I think, like 279 or something for it. So does 250 sound good? I was like, yeah, for mint condition. Yeah, it was a mint condition. Uh, it was like a 103. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah like, like red and black, too. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I suppose I could, yeah. I could sacrifice for that. Like, that's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, it was a C and all like, like all the good stuff. Like, it was, yeah, it was good stuff. <laughs> yeah, but. dude, I'll, I'll, yeah, like most of us people, like I'm only a couple years in the scene. Like, I hear two hundred fifty dollar moped, and my ears just perk up and like, what? <laughs> huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I just literally bought a two hundred fifty dollar Hobbit out of Iowa last week. Oh, nice. so. Yeah, it was weird town, Sock City, Iowa, where you, it's like all uh, cornfields. Then you go into yeah. this valley and you see this cow pasture and right next to the cow pasture is a, is a cemetery. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. Well, at least they treat the cows well. Probably yeah, well. yeah, I guess so. Um, so you, you, you and some buddies are riding mopeds around. Um, is yeah. moped army even a really is the website going or barbecues going like how do you i'm kind of wondering how do you reach the outside world of mopeds that's because it's really i I guess it's it's really easy to stay in your nucleus of friends and not branch Mm. out but like obviously you did that i'm kind of wondering how that journey went for you 
Sure. I was, uh, I was dating a lady from Lancaster at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, she knew of some friends that had also recently gotten into mopeds. And this was a few years after I got in my first ones and started ripping around on them. And uh, I think they were the human beings at the time they were calling themselves. Uh, but yeah, I ended up befriending some of them, uh, you know, just from going to parties over in Lancaster then. And, uh, you know, like they said, yeah, sure, let's go for a ride sometime. And, uh, you know, we went for a couple of rides. They, they did some pretty fun ones that were just touring the local covered bridges, you know, mm-hmm. of the, the Amish covered bridges. They did tours <laughs> of them and stuff. So like, awesome. that was a lot of fun. And then uh, I guess the first connection to anything like moped army related would have been I'm actually wearing the shirt from Whiskey Business too. Uh, nice. We went down to that one. And uh, yeah, that's, that was where I was just introduced to a lot of other moped people. And I was just like, oh shit, you know, like, this is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like so many, met so many people down there that are just, you know, really cool and really defined the early moped scene. Uh, you know, like, Quato's <laughs> uh, shirt, uh, the Moped Culture shirt, is one of my favorites that I have. But yeah, I got it from him at that that rally. Nice, nice. Then, now, uh, if I know my history correct, that was was that a Hell Satan's rally or uh, no uh, Bourbon Bandits? Bourbon. I'm an asshole. Sorry, all the Bourbon yeah. Bandits. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because, like, yeah. I, I'm ter- I can see for people who can't see this in the podcast world, like. I'm seeing Rob shirt and it almost looks like Richmond, Virginia, but it's 10, but it's not, it's, it's a, it's a rad shirt. It's got like the burglars mask. It's everybody in the moped world will probably know, but look up the whiskey business three t-shirt. If you can find it two. on the two, see, yeah. I'm an asshole like that some days, but whatever. Well, this, the whiskey business three shirt is one of the best moped shirts from a moped rally that I've ever seen. No, I'm gonna like that and the the San Francisco ceremony one. Those are my two favorites. Awesome. Um, so you went down, you met, you started to meet the culture, learn the culture. Um, and that's yeah, we went down to Richmond a few times shortly after that too. Like Richard, the Hell Satan's had a couple rallies that we went down to as well. Just Um, like just like all the documentaries. Yeah, (laughs) I'm joking. Um, (laughs) So why not? Um. What at this point in your moped career, like, are you getting up into any of the any of the Michigan rallies or any of the barbecues? Because like, I I hear so much of like the, you know, barbecue thirteen or barbecue yeah. stuff, like that type of stuff. Like, had you been hearing about this, or is that was that ever aspiration for you to get up in that area? I always wanted to. Um, yeah, I met Chad. I think at the. Uh... I think it was like piston whipped. That was the, the one rally from the Pittsburgh guys. Yeah. Uh, they held. And I believe I met Chad there. It was either their whiskey business, but one too. But um, yeah, like after meeting Chad, of course, he really helped and never made it to the moped community as well. Just being like, oh wow, he can get parts. Like <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> he's also like he's willing to share information of you know specialty items and things like that. So it's just like wow, you know like. And plus, he's also just like a rad dude. So it's like, it's pretty cool to, you know, like get along with somebody that's also very helpful and like also patient with you if you have questions and stuff like that. And then also willing to get you the parts that you need to keep your crappy little moped gang running, mm-hmm. which rules, you know, or go a little faster. You know, like he got me a couple, he got me a Benelli G2 kit from my friend that got a Robin from an estate sale with 75 miles on it. Like they mm-hmm. filled it up with gas once. And then it just sat in the state. <laughs> so awesome. 
Yeah, he picked it up for $75. Oh, that shit <laughs> makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Like, still had, like, all the showroom stuff was on it, but... Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, like, we needed a G2 kit for that, and Chad got me one. It was just rare, because you can't find those. You know, like, they've been out of... They haven't made them for a really long time, as far as I know. Yeah, with um, anything I've heard of Chad Burke, like, always willing to... He's the give the shirt off his back kind of guy. You know, he'll yeah. do anything to help a guy out, and that's kind of renowned around the community. And Chad's always been really... Chad and I have yet to meet, but poking at, messing with each other on Facebook or whatever, he's always been really nice. And whenever I've yeah. had questions, always gotten back to me. Again, yeah. Chad, I'm not showing up to the non-existent <laughs> riding chatter this year. Um, I, I think I had him worried there for a half a second. I was going to show up into his parking lot. Um, yeah. But so you're getting out. He was also into craft beers way back in the day too, which was nice. Like, <laughs> that was before everybody else got into him. So it was always fun to talk beer with him as well. Yeah, wait a minute. He can find me moped parts and brew me beer. What is not to yeah. like about this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, whiskey business, of course, everybody was bringing their own booze too, which was really fun. Yeah. yeah. I remember the whiskey business three, somebody handed me a bottle of homebrew and it exploded in my hand, which was awesome. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, overcarbonated too. Yeah, that's like the stuff on uh, Back to the Future Three when they blow up the DeLorean with too much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have. I, I yeah, I watch those movies too much as a youth. Um, so, I'll I'll just jump into the question. Like, what year did you come up with this pinball idea? Like, when when did that oh, when did that start to? Because that that when did that germ of an idea happen? I mean, everybody kind of talks like. You hear some people like, oh, let's do like a 50-mile ride or let's do a 150-mile, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like, when's it, like, is it just one night, you and the boys and girls just sitting around drinking? Fuck it. Let's just go from New York to <laughs> fucking Key West. Like, it's further than that. It was Portland, Maine. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. I just threw some <laughs> random towns out. But yeah. yeah. Like, and yeah, New York was day three. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. So how, how did that idea even happen? Oh. Um, it kind of, you know, it came from, I think, a, you know, like, I think Moped Army became uh, a lot more popular and a lot more scene related, uh, which, you know, has both its benefits and its drawbacks. But, uh, you know, like, I saw it as, you know, like, there was a lot of bad info thrown around on the internet and, uh, you know, imagine that. Oh, and, no. uh, <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of people that would talk big talks and, you know, like, there was, like, you see them at a rally and I remember, like, one of the, I I had I took like some of the fun for mopeds from me is taking like one of the shittiest mopeds and making it fast as shit you know like that's fun and one of the favorite ones that I did was uh, the Montgomery Ward's Easy Rider I don't know if you're familiar with those it's, no uh, I'm not I'm not gonna fucking lie and say I am no I'm not familiar about it. why don't you I can I can yeah. visualize something in my head but why don't you tell me yeah. all about it well, I, th I believe they're made in like a shop class in New Jersey <laughs> like, for people learning how to weld and then somehow sold to Montgomery Ward. And, nice. uh, but they, they basically just strapped a V1 engine onto something that is mostly, I think it was like mostly even like standard, like the only thing metric on it was the engine. So like you have to use a little bit of both on everything. It's, it's ridiculous. And like all the welds look like it's held together with bubble gum. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm gonna make this thing fast as shit, you know. And so, 
<laughs> with, with welds that are fucking held together by bubble gum. Speaking of course. From a guy who's a welder by trade. Yeah, that just, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I'll, have to, so. I'll have to send you, I'll have to, I'll have to dig one out and send you a picture to you so you can put oh, it on. Oh, dude, I'll love that. But, uh, yeah, so I put a large, uh, large Polini on it. Uh, large cast iron Polini. Uh, of course you did with a bike yeah. with shitty welds. It's not going to hold oh, yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, I think it was like a 19 Delorto, you know, like, yeah, it was a 19 Delorto race. It's because I needed it to be black to match the black plastic gas tank. Obviously. And then uh, put some like really tall beach bars on it. Um, yeah. Put a, put the disc brake on the front, like a, you know, revival front end. Mm -hmm. the best best part about that is the right seal I, whatever side that the caliper's on that's this fork seal that leaks and it leaks directly onto the brakes so they work real as good as a hobbits then is what you're saying yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well a little bit better like, oh, yeah, it was also doesn't take much doesn't take much yeah. <laughs> well the, i didn't have a long enough uh hydraulic cable so i just mounted it vertically on my handlebars <laughs> so it was like a suicide brake yeah no no rear brake whatsoever just like took that off completely yeah but mopeds don't <laughs> see everybody i never run rear brakes because again hobbit and like yeah. everybody's like i'm like you're on a fucking moped you don't yeah. need rear brakes just front you're good to go <laughs> yeah could be yeah could be argued but this one didn't <laughs> see i put like a i put like i think it was i think i put like a 19 inch rim on the front and then i had like a 16 like iron cross mag on the back awesome yeah so yeah it was just like this ridiculous you know, thing and it ended up cruising like i had to make a sprocket for the back and everything because the original easy rider sprockets are dished of course of course they are yeah. so, it's just like shit you know had to like space it so like my back wheels like offline from my front mm -hmm. a good bit and tilted because the swing arm's bent and good luck getting yeah. the swing arm for that fucking thing. So, so people <laughs> behind you are just looking you all yawed out like when is this going <laughs> to fucking fall apart? Like, yeah. Oh, and yeah, back in those days, everyone was pretty much behind me too, which was rad. Right. <laughs> 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 one, one of the funner times on that was uh, down at uh, Southern Comfort. It was the White Line Riders rallies. Mm -hmm. uh, it was, I forget if it was the first or second one they held, but I was riding dubs with mine because like we went to the beach and my girlfriend um, was just like something was acting up with hers and we didn't have anything to, on it with us to fix it. It was a ZA, so I don't know, we just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Um, like while we're at a beach, drunk, like it was not the time to work on it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> or well, she was drunk, I should say. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, so uh, we were riding dubs on the way back. I had to like cut my case off the back because I had a little six pack holder on the back. So I mm -hmm. cut that off with the zip ties. She sat on the rear rack nice. and we rode dubs back and we were up with the leaders the whole time. And I remember like, I think it was like Dusty and Greg looking back at me because they, they thought they were ripping, they were all tucked and stuff. And here yeah. I am on like with big bars riding. Yeah. Down. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so awesome. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah. We've been, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think like, there, yeah, at the end of that ride, some guy came up to me with the exact same, like, he was just like, dude, I'm running a V1 with a Pliny with a 19 PHBG on it. And I was just like, I don't know, learn how to tune, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice. We ended up talking, like, I talked about everything I did to it and all that fun stuff yeah. that you do at Moped Rallies. Yeah. But uh, I think he made his a little bit faster before he even left, which was nice. So. Probably. And I can say for myself, like, I love to hear knowledgeable old guard like yourself 
talk about your knowledge because I have a pretty good bullshit detector. And like, I get, like, especially with some people, like they, they like to say a lot of words, but nothing comes out. But like, yeah. I have so much respect for like people like you are like yeah. just talking about how to tune or like, Hey, sure. maybe why don't you try this? Cause like I've had more than one person do that. And like, I shut up, I swallow my pride. I listen. Yeah. Cause that's, that's what it comes down to. Like for me, at least yeah. like how much ego do I have today, Jim? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, funny you say that. That might be part of the reason I started the fucking pinball. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the bullshit detector is going off with a lot of things online. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess I should run with that. But no yeah, like whiskey dude. business. Yeah, whiskey business three. I remember. I couldn't figure this thing out. Like I was, I had a ZA that had run perfectly for me for years. You know, like mm -hmm. I did all the shit to it myself. And for some reason, I get it there and try to trying to tune it it's just not running right and here one of the screws for the stator came loose and oh. I, well the first thing i had at, like i was just like uh i forget what uh i believe it was caitlin fuck i can't remember shit anyways um somebody came over and just offered like some advice to be like hey did you check your timing i was just like oh fucking duh and she was just <laughs> i checked it and there that it had slipped the whole way the wrong way i was just like shit thank you you know like it was very cool that someone like saw my bike not running and came over and was just like, Hey, you know, like, is it this, is it this? And I was just like, so frustrated with it. And I was like, Oh yeah, I completely missed the obvious. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. I, I had, you know, say same exact thing. I was running hot all summer and like, I'm trying to look, trying to figure it out, trying to whatever. And somebody said timing and I, yeah, I mean, timing jumped, but I also yeah. found out the real reason that that was a mask of what the initial problem was. I have, like I said, I run Hobbits and I'm segueing in the list just to share this information with anybody. I switched over to the Derby Hobbit head. And again, I know enough yeah. to be dangerous. I didn't change my spark plug length. So Doug Ladd uh, from Richmond, Virginia actually posted. Yeah. He hit me up about something because he was having trouble with his Derby. He was running too short of a plug. And I mm. saw that. I'm like, oh my God. That sucks. <laughs> no dude it's awesome because i mean grant and i tore up about three kits you yeah. know with pre-detonation <laughs> like i don't care what yeah. i tore up as long as i've found the solution i put it longer plug in and my yeah. bikes have like 30 percent more power now i'd say it's just nice. unbelievable. so but it's i love to learn about stuff that's what i the moral yeah. of that story is yeah the, i think about some of the impossible like the unobtainium that i've burned through mm -hmm. <laughs> learning various mopeds too i'm like mm -hmm. oh man <laughs> wish i could have had that original metric kit back now yeah. i wish there were eight podcasts for me to listen to <laughs> back in 2004 about mopeds specifically oh so. dude i love it because even you know just listening to again people like you who've been around just talking mopeds is yeah. huge for me you know just yeah i have a friend up in st paul uh maze like i like to hear him just talk him and graham like a few times I've seen yeah. those two guys together, Grandma. Mm -hmm. said, I yeah, like yeah. to just listen to those guys talk because I pick up knowledge. And that's 90% yeah, of the reason. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to go out to his place here in a couple of weeks to do a cool. motor. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, Graham's an awesome guy. Busy dad, though. Busy dad. Yeah, um, yeah I believe it. <laughs> um, so, your timing jumped. Um, yeah. You learned well, that. That, that cued me into like a lot of the positive stuff of Memphis Army and 
the community and the events and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of when I got into it. Yeah. Um, so, and I kind of probed the question a little bit. We'll get maybe a little more into it. Like how did the state plan? How did the idea come about? You, we kind of talked about a little bit the bullshit factor, but like, how did you even plan? Like yeah, the first well, was a, like how it, like was that just fuck it we're showing up we're riding like and what year was well, the first pinball like was yeah, it, that was the spirit of it <laughs> trying to think when I was I think it was twenty thirteen okay I think it was twenty thirteen was the first one it's either twenty twelve or twenty thirteen okay I would I could fact check that but yeah dude I'm not that we're like. <laughs> Yeah, 2012 or 2013, like eight years ago. Yeah, so it was in uh, it was in September. I remember because that is the one thing. Uh, one, I guess uh, you like that. Uh, the the idea for it was kind of just shut up and ride, like get off the forums, you know, like mm-hmm. okay, you talk about tuning and riding and all this stuff, but I come to your rallies and you guys put together a 20 mile ride and just start drinking, like mm-hmm. this sucks, you know, like <laughs> it's just it's all about like who has the fucking bike of the month not yep. like who who tuned and did the most crazy shit with the bike you know oh yeah dude i I, so, I got a little tired of that i guess you know a little disillusioned that it was more about the scene than it was actually riding and enjoying the mopeds you know like people were taking themselves a little too seriously mm-hmm. with it and part of the fun of mopeds at least for me is that you're adults riding around on this toy that's going to break all the time. Like you're, you know, like, you know, it's going to fail at some point and it's probably gonna be something you did to it. (laughs) They're a nice mirror, you know, when you need to take a look at yourself, but uh, it's a fun reality check too. You know, like everybody knows about their first ride smile and all that kinds of shit. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like part of it was bringing that back for me because, you know, after being into mopeds for 10 years or whatever, it was starting to lose it. I was just like, "Eh, this is boring. Do I even like fucking mopeds anymore? Mm-hmm. It's like, let's set up a, an event that fucking <laughs> like it was like just makes me either love or hate mopeds even more. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and then I was also thinking too, like with how many new groups were popping up at the time, mm-hmm. that it would be fun to like link a bunch of them up and kind of have a rolling tour yeah. of, hey, we're gonna go to eight ten rallies in a row <laughs> yeah, like, yeah dude yeah definitely we're gonna meet 100 people in a in a week and it's yeah and we're gonna check out their towns and see what's like and if they're cool we'll come back you know like and just uh the hospitality that everybody showed just you know and the interesting part too is like i was running it unofficial didn't really have like a ton of interest in being official but the lancaster guys always did mm-hmm. yeah because the scene stuff started grinding on me i was just like this seems like a lot of work and bickering just to be able to ride a moped, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm cool just fixing them and putting them around. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, when I guess yeah, like both the, the official and the unofficial crews were like really awesome helping to put it together. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, like Lucky Two Strokes up in Boston was just like, hell yeah, you know, um, uh, the metal ponies were like sweet, you know, like stay in Providence. You know, we're like, oh, definitely, you know, like even uh, you know, Tommy up in Portland was just like, dude, I'll, I have a shop, I'll host the start line. I was like, fuck yeah, dude, like sold, you know, and it started falling together like that. Like, obviously, we all had a place to stay in Lancaster mm-hmm. here by my spot. Yeah, so like the British shop was a finish, finish line on the first one. Uh, New York, 
like those guys were saints up there, especially when like I overslept for the start line. <laughs> <laughs> like, I stayed in somebody's basement with no windows. Oh, and, like, that's what, yeah, that's, that's always the fear, like the missing the airport. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah I look at my phone and like the alarm's been going off for like an hour. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, the, the guys at, uh, at that shop, I guess, uh, that second stroke, I think, up there, uh, they were awesome, you know, like really cool. And they were like extremely helpful for everybody that came in, like awesome hosts. Um, Everybody seemed to have, like set up their own like little um, kind of representation of what their scenes like at each spot too. Yeah. You know, so it was like some places were really chill. Some like New York guys were very New York. You know, it's <laughs> one of my favorite parts of any of the pinballs was uh, going down the Grand Concourse, Manhattan, with um, uh, fucking oh fucking what is the <laughs> the moped names. Dude, uh, no worries. I'm trying to think and i won't list off like the it? three Besnick. names i know right with okay. fucking Besnick. Yeah. yeah like like he met up with me like he just had a little cardboard sign that was like pinball run you know, like, <laughs> and he hopped on, he hopped, he had something he was riding and i was just like oh shit you know like it's Besnick. like sweet let's and we're going down the grand Cor- concourse of fucking manhattan just cruising on mopeds i was just like this is fucking surreal yeah you know? yeah dude did you did you see any of the pictures from any of the upjet guys like when corona shut down those guys would like ride like down times square and there was nothing oh yeah dude that like yeah that it's insane because one something like that happened uh we were heading back uh and we were going over the bridge or it's i think it's over to williamsburg Mm -hmm. uh, to head over towards the shop and there was a taxi that lost a wheel and was blocking both lanes but we just cut straight through traffic dude yeah yeah, we cut straight through traffic, went around the taxi, and we have the entire bridge to ourselves. Awesome. We're like just snaking back and forth, you know, like yeah, you know, hands in the air, just flying around. It's like one of the most like insane times I've ever had on a moped. It's just you're know, crossing that bridge with zero traffic in yeah. the middle of New York. It was yeah. insane. Dude, I can't even imagine. And it also made it very easy to get to the shop too, because like all the traffic <laughs> that was supposed to be there was not there. So. Yeah, yeah, that ruled. <laughs> um what bike did you take on that first pinball run uh that one was a poop condor okay Uh, there's there's two i know of in the u.s and i think i have both of them yeah i was gonna say i thought i thought some people kind of halfway complained i've heard rumors it was people kind of complained about you having a rare bike or was that um well it was that's part of the fun was like bring out your unicorns and fucking torture them, you know, <laughs> like that was kind of some of the mentality behind the pinball when we were putting it together. Mm-hmm. It was just like, let's bust out these super rare bikes if you have them. And, uh, you know, like the definition on a moped changed once I was winning some of them. <laughs> so for, I've seen pictures of the bike um, for some yeah. people who, because I, I, I've been to a few moped events and this is awesome. If you recognize my voice, come say hi to me, people. Um, Like explain what this bike is. Cause I've I had to look it up when I heard. Oh yeah. It was Monday moped. Yeah. In Spain, it's kind of like the bike that you can ride before you can drive a car. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's 50 CCs. You know, it's either three or four speed top speeds, uh, 35 out of the box on it. Um, and they they're made to look like ninjas like uh, kawasaki ninja bikes <laughs> mm-hmm. and they did come stock with pedals you know like to meet all the all the requirements of 
you know, Vietnam, which in Spain, which just, you know, they rule. And, uh, but the thing that I liked the most about it was honestly like my top speed on that thing, even with a Metro pipe and a slightly bigger carb was, uh, I was still only hitting like 42, you know, like I was going like 35 to 42 at average speed, but it had a mono shock. So it was so fucking comfortable to ride. <laughs> so that's the main, like people can say anything they want about it. The reason that I chose that bike really was like how comfortable it was. Yeah, Cause yeah. I could sit on that thing all day and you know, it was, I, was fine so yeah super ridiculous bike to take you know yeah. and um you know for anybody for any haters like we did clarify and everyone agreed before we left that it could be a geared bike like they're yeah. accepted as long as they came with pedals yeah. because i didn't want to i wouldn't want to have anybody that had like a two or three speed socks like hand shifter like i wanted them to bring those rare ones i was like bring out your rare ones like yeah. break them because you ain't finding parts for those things <laughs> exactly and that's like yeah. dude like for me for me at least like i give a lot yeah. of people hard times about shifty 50s hashtag yeah. not a moped um yeah. like i don't care if it does have pedals I, I do think there's some some gray area there but yeah yeah like and yeah dude that's awesome i love to see rare shit and like especially what you just said rob like yeah. bring it out like whatever because if it breaks do you got parts like that's no fuck now yeah <laughs> yeah before i like i didn't have my backup one when i took the first one there you know like yeah like we had like a parts monza to kind of steal stuff from but it was trash you know yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was it was kind of just brought for to be in spirit that you could have parts yeah. but you really didn't have parts type of deal yeah yeah, it's it's well it's also the kind of moped where if somebody sees that at a rally they're like whoa that's the sickest thing i've seen but then if they see it when they're racing against it they're like now wait a minute <laughs> <You know? laughs> i was just like man you guys are all showing up with faster bikes than me i was like i kept it 50 cc that's why it's not breaking you know like mm -hmm. and by the end of it the that clutch was toast like i didn't have one by the time we got down to miami so no and i was just like well fuck it here we go <laughs> that's my question because the first the first anything is very very interesting like it goes yeah. like were people just bringing bikes and just showing up or because i hear I yeah hear stuff the like, first person dnf'd at mile six awesome. of a two thousand mile ride awesome <laughs> makes me so happy yeah he was cool. He was, I think he was trying to treat it more as a vision quest, you know, like trying to find something out about himself. <laughs> he found I out don't he know if he, bike, he <laughs> <found> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> you know, uh, um, yeah, I think dude, it was, hey, uh, hey, trust me, I put a kit together and yeah. rode down the block and blew it up. So I'm nobody's <laughs> fucking dude. Like I'm no, I'm not one to throw shade. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And dude was from Seattle too. You know, so he came across the country maybe not Seattle, but it was like Spokane or something. Uh, yeah, he came across the country to race in this. And uh, not too many, I guess. It wasn't Travis, was, was it? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. no. Travis, he might have made it a little further, maybe. <laughs> I forget how, how. He did better than me on the third one. I guess I should say that. But, <laughs> so I guess for showing up at the Peugeot. So. There, I, um, my moped not hero per se, but one of the people who screwed me up for mopeds forever, Shane Johnson, I jumped yeah. on his black Hobbit at, uh, okay. Brap tails. Sick. Yeah. yeah I, I had stock hobbits and then I jumped on an 83. That was a DR promo Ch changed my oh, life. Yeah. Nice. But like yeah. we showed up to uh, just the tip 
two years ago and yeah. he had uh one of his french bikes hard seized it 10 miles uh, yeah uh, heartbreaker yeah, yeah. so i mean it it happens to everybody i mean i made it up the yeah. tip i just didn't make it down the tip i always tell people yeah i'll give um, it to sabat because that was always a, a big pusher for peugeots and french bikes and he he's ridden them a lot and dealt mm-hmm. with all their issues man so I'll, I'll give him he's a trooper oh dude he and he's a pretty smart cookie too so i mean oh, definitely yeah i mean i have all he the, res- the box a lot mm-hmm. i have all the respect in the world for him and like you know it's mopeds dude sometimes shit yeah. just breaks i mean he <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was really know? good about dealing with it yeah because every day something new was broken <laughs> oh, god <laughs> <laughs> that's that's he's that's got heart so for sure yeah and like i think i bumped into him once but like from what i've been told and what i've seen especially like on the youtube show he's on uh what i forget what the hell pete's to you anyways he seems like a pretty cool cat um moped problems there we go with yeah. uh the, I, yeah me and me and names just watch out um <laughs> so the first one was it was it just initially the pinball? Was it going to be a one-off thing, or was it like, when did you kind of, when did you figure out we need to do this again? Was it like, uh, immediately after the first one? You know, like it was a thought beforehand, mm-hmm. but we didn't know if anything was going to make it. You know, like we were like we could set this up. You know, twenty-seven bikes started, but you know, five technically finished, uh, and it was just like we didn't know if anyone would finish from the start mm. we're like this is ridiculous like we might just be a rolling party by halfway <laughs> and like everyone already committed to like a week off and ending in key west so i was just like at worst case this becomes a rolling party of like minded <laughs> yeah. moped people you know <laughs> so, so i was a little i felt a little bit safe in that one but uh yeah like i mean there were so many mistakes made like with the first one too like i had a dedicated chase for everyone and that it cost a fortune you know? mm-hmm. and it was this, and it was the same one or two people getting picked up the entire time <laughs> so i learned my lesson on that one but mm-hmm. uh you know and i was i would much rather had that cash go to the riders you know like because i'd I, like self-funded the chase and all that stuff like any kind of uh money that went was like part of the initial fee that went mm-hmm. like 100 percent towards the pot at the end so mm-hmm. Like, what was it see that's something you don't hear about at least i don't because i'm terrible at research yeah. what was the winning prize and the first one i have to i would have to think i know there was there's trophy involved uh, i would have to go back and look actually no worries my guy i the, told you the, don't you don't need to research yeah. for this just you know whatever that you was eight years ago man hey dude hey <laughs> trust me i can't i can't remember where i put that 10 millimeter an hour ago so don't yeah. worry about it <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I can't remember. It was a couple hundred bucks. It basically, I think the guys from Denver won uh, Team Moped, uh, like um, Rick, Josh, and uh, Derek. Uh, awesome dudes, like absolute hellraisers. Like mm-hmm. tons of respect. Their bike, their bikes, all three times absolutely ruled. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess yeah, they they won the first one, and I can't remember what it was, but they said basically. They all got, they got reimbursed for what they put into the bike, like with that's the prizes. That's not bad, so, dude. That's pretty. Yeah, it was just like they they were looking at like, hey, we got a free trip to Key West, you know, and now we can party, mm-hmm. and so they were having a good time with it. And they also just kicked everyone's asses. <laughs> so 
What were they on? <laughs> uh, I believe that was a, a Cobra, like a modified Cobra. It was mm-hmm. either that or a Free Spirit, I think. I th- no, it was a Cobra, I think, the first one, the first two that they did. God, I wonder how many clutches they went through. Yeah, a lot. Because <laughs> they were also quick. Like, I think their bike, I think the first one they had, they were hitting like close to 60 on that thing. Wow. And, you know, for a cross country race, that's taking a risk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially what, eight, 10 years ago? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, parts of, from my knowledge, I, a little bit of knowledge I have, like, the parts we have even now compared to four years ago is yeah. instrumentally better. I mean, just, Oh yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Um, I do remember those guys, uh, one of my, you know, like they ran their, their crew, like a NASCAR team. It was awesome. Like whenever it was, whenever it broke down, it was side of the road. The driver was out, like just chugging Gatorade and everyone else was like hands on the bike and, you know, parts and tools all organized. Like, <laughs> They you're, had not, you're not the first person I've heard say that about those guys. Like, dude, it was yeah. master style pit stops. Like, yeah, yeah, they they were fucking around. Because like, what kills you, and you don't realize this on these long runs, is if you're stopped, your average speed is just constantly clicking down. Like, no matter how fast or how much you rode earlier, mm-hmm. like if you're not moving, you're fucked. You know, it goes back to road trip theory. You know, somebody told me a long time ago. It's when you're going cross country. It doesn't matter how fast you're driving your car. It's how yeah. fast you're stopping for gas, getting food. Yeah. That's where you lose time. And Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without um, question. There's been, I've refueled on the move too, you know, like with the gas can on the back and you just like pull it up and you're like refueling as you, like I was refueling, like going through an intersection. I remember like going over a bounce. I lost my hand. <laughs> that sucked. It's not, it also sucked because I ended up running out of gas before I got to the planned gas station too. So that was like walking up, like, it's just like, how fast can you deal with the situation? You know, like, mm-hmm. and it was just like, all right, well, I'm knocking on some, I, I'm knocking on these two guys doors to see if they got any gas before the, you know, like for the lawnmower. <laughs> and, what do you know about two strokes? Okay, guys, come on. <laughs> what you, what you got that lawn boy in the garage, huh? Yeah. Well, I just, oh, the, my only question was, did you buy the guest this year? <laughs> That's awesome. I had, I had the oil and stuff with me, but it was just like, shit, you know? Because I was like the first one, like my, I didn't really have a chase the first one because my mm-hmm. chase was the ride chase. And I was just like, well, if I break down, I have to wait for them. You know, like mm-hmm. I have to wait for the last in line to come get me. So that's not an oh, option. Yeah, that's, so. that's painful. Yeah, so had saddlebags on the side. They got chewed up going into Richmond. That sucked. (laughs) (laughs) My my liquid gasket went everywhere, all over everything. That sucked. (laughs) And did it get nice and hard? So it just coated everything, and like everything packed up. Yeah, well, it also got my gloves first, of course. Mm -hmm. So the first thing it goes over is all my gloves. So it's like, shit. Yeah, that was one time where I was just staring at my motorcycle on the side of a road in the middle of, like, maybe, like, 45 minutes outside of Richmond, just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, (laughs) (laughs) what is this? You know, I wonder how many times everybody in mopeds have actually asked them that question during a breakdown or something stupid. Like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) Yeah. And that breakdown, too, it it drove me nuts because I couldn't feel – like, it felt like it just – it felt like it was out of gas, like it, or choked out or something. I was just like, what the hell? 
just happened here. Cause like I looked, I have gas. I was just like, what is going on? And then I start going through my bag and that's when I realized the tire had rubbed through the saddlebag and also the side of the liquid gasket and been spitting it everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, so there I'm like covered in liquid gasket, you know, like trying to find any kind of tools to look, you know, like to pull the plug, see what's going on. And about like 30 minutes into it, while I'm kicking it, I just see side of the side of the rubber intake folding over and choking it. I'm just mm. like, the intake itself cracked. Fuck. <laughs> what did I do about this? You know? Got, so got like, no, oh. got no more rubber caskets. So, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. That was a really, that was a really fun one to deal with. But yeah, I just took it off and switched the. Uh, I forget what I did. I think I like took the air box, the rubber from the air box, and like slid it around or something mm. to cover it because I was running without the air box connection after that. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting one. I think I just used. I think I pulled my sock off while riding to use that as an air filter after that point. So, so i was gonna say you are air filter guy huh <laughs> uh well you're on a ride like that like a stone or yeah. you know like a bee flying in there you're done you know so yeah you're, a, so- yeah. a sock's good enough you like just one little wire mesh would have been fine just mm-hmm. anything to keep something big out of there yeah you're yeah that's on especially if you're was your did you have a forward facing intake or was it a rear face it was rear facing well yeah still Still, yeah no you're a thousand percent right um god that's yeah that gets me excited about thinking about long rides next year because it snowed today anyway yeah. i'm, well, still, just I'm, I'm still mad about the snow today i'm sorry i can't get over this <laughs> rough. yeah it was i think it hit 70 here in PA. oh goddamn norwegians um so we talked about it a little bit like some of the trials tribulations you went through with the first pinball um yeah. what you said instantly you decided to do pinball too. Um, was it literally like you got off the ride, you went to sleep, woke up the next day, or was it like a month or so later type of deal? No, no, it was like, there was the most magical moment was, um, it was kind of fun because um, like the Denver dudes already won. They were already mm-hmm. at the finish line. Uh, I was having all kinds of issues. Uh, you know, Alex Grove had just, ridden 24 hours to catch up with us in Miami. I saw him sleep on a bench for like an hour and then get back up and ride the next day. And he was having all kinds of problems with his Hobbit. And uh, and then Sabat too also had Peugeot problems. I remember hitting welding and this guy's uh, Joe Conti. He was like one of the coolest dudes in Miami and he hosted all of us. He was like the moped dad. Mm-hmm. And you know, like slightly older and like the finish line was just, it was like a Badavis VA Starflight and like one of the, I think like a poop maxi and they, they were like mint shape with two balloons in the front. And it just said, you know, like a little yard sign that said pinball run finish line. I was just like, Oh, this is awesome. And like, he immediately like throws burgers and dogs on the grill for everybody. Like that part. Rolled. <laughs> yeah. yeah dude, well, you got a hot meal. It's over. I, yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, we also drank him out of liquor at by 8 PM. And That's we had not, like his, yeah. His entire, like, normally I host parties and this, like, we go through one or two bottles. We drank at least, like, 20 bottles of liquor mm-hmm. and had to get more by 8 o'clock. <laughs> I feel bad. I did use some of the, I did use a little bit of the funds to help him restock on that one. But <laughs> well, none of this is shocking to anybody who is listening to this. It's like, you have moped riders who haven't been at the bar heavily. Yeah. 
or and yeah. you just got done cross country yeah people are gonna relax yeah. and cut loose definitely, definitely yeah they've been dealing with their own failures all day long <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they want to drink enough to kill the brain cells to forget about oh, yeah. it at least for an hour um, oh yeah they have one more day that's all they need exactly but yeah so on that last ride we were on we we're i think we were like just about on the seven mile bridge and we knew that there was only like seven miles to go and i remember i was catching up with tom from uh, chicago and he was broken down and i stopped i pulled over i was like no way dude you're finishing this mm-hmm. and so i pulled over and he was just like dude i'm done there's no way i was just like you're not going you know like yeah 1,997 miles, dude. You, I'm pushing you. I don't care. <laughs> you know? yeah. And the other cool part is he was on a brand new Tomos that he just put a carb in a pipe on, and mm-hmm. that was did nothing else to it. Very yeah. smart, but now we know exactly how far a stock Tomos will go. <laughs> so, <it was> a, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I remember he like, I was like, I, was, I tried pushing him, and the chain was dragging real hard, like something mm-hmm. in the transmission was just fucked. And um, I was just like, all right, man, pull your chain off, and I'll push you. And uh, so he pulls the chain off and just throws it around his neck like this greasy chain that's just gone. <laughs> I was gonna say that probably burned his ass if like <laughs> Oh no, I was but I just looked at him, I was like, Tom, why'd you do that? And he was just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's just got this extremely greasy neck. Mm-hmm. And, and uh so like I'll start pushing him and you know, my bike, like I don't have a clutch now either. So I'm just starting in second and kind of grabbing him as I ride there because i like I, I don't have gears left anymore i'm just yeah. i'm in second that's it and i have to run start and all this shit and so i'm pushing him and lo and behold here comes right behind us sabat and alex are riding and immediately we're just and sabat is in a he's in a recumbent almost like you know, he wanted to be comfortable so he like mm-hmm. put the seat way back and he sees us rolling he just like puts his foot out and starts pushing tom and then Alex and I just run blocking for those two. Oh. And it's like the four of us ride up to the finish line together, you know, like, yeah, yeah. It, that was like those four of us riding over the bridge in Key West was just mm-hmm. one of those magical mopeds moments mm-hmm. that you just, that, that was when I knew I was just like, all right, we're doing another one. Like, this is insane. You know, this, this fucking rules. <laughs> That's so fucking rad, dude. I've, yeah. I've, I've been to Key West once before. I mean, I, yeah. I drove that bridge like that's I can't yeah. imagine doing that on a. You're riding a moped there from. Yeah, from yeah, dude. Oh fuck, dude! Like, that was a death. I thought that was a terrible death march going from Miami to freaking Key West. Yeah, that I was could, one of the easiest days of the entire ride. Yeah, dude. That's that's awesome. Like that that shit gets me so excited. I love yeah. that. Like, so you um yeah. decide okay I gotta do another and like what. What lessons did you learn from one to two then? Like what you, what did you change? Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Part well, part of, yeah. Part of the well, number one, I think I mentioned was the chase. So mm-hmm. take your own chase because that's part of the, can you do it? You know, mm-hmm. like how confident are you? How good a builder are you? Do you need a team? Don't you? Uh, J-Bot that ran the third one was a one man crew himself. And yeah, much like the name applies, like he was a machine that entire ride. Mm-hmm. Like, how it was fast as shit and it went you know and when something went wrong he fixed it he had everything he needed on him like mm-hmm. yeah a lot of respect there for that guy so um yeah i'm trying to think for others other than that for like obviously knowing that it's even possible i think like yeah it was five bikes finished out of 27 on the first one mm-hmm. uh we we're just like okay so it is possible yeah. but and it also does weed out some of the people that know how to ride from some that don't 
mm-hmm. you know, some that know how to tune from the, some that don't, you know, and uh, kind of points out some people that might just talk on the forums a little too much. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, I wanted obviously bigger prizes, uh, more, more endurance, you know, cause some of the mm-hmm. days were too short, you know, yep. uh, and like, I was just like, we proved that we can do a 300 mile day. Let's start out with three of them, you know, on the okay. second one. So I was like, fuck it. You know, like let's do three, 300 mile days. You know, like, let's get it. <laughs> so where was the second one held at? I know where the third one was held at because where I'm from, but like, where yeah. was, where was pinball too? What was that from? Believe it or not. It was Minneapolis to New Orleans down the entire length of the Mississippi. Okay, then I got my date. Then I screwed up because I thought that was pinball yeah. three. So I apologize. That no, was pinball two. Okay. I yeah, heard that, there's that was, a torrential downpour, and I honestly think I know it that. It was awesome. We- yeah. Yeah. I, I think I know that weekend because, like, if yeah. I'm putting my time, I'm really good with dates. Yeah. Like the clam. We, lo- we, lost, we lost fucking power, like, yeah. in Minneapolis proper that weekend. Like, yeah, it was yeah. fucking nuts. There was some like clam sculpture that floated down the river too, I think. <laughs> that like that happened during that flooding. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was that was wild. Uh, yeah, the first one was uh, we called it Two Strokes to Paradise, and then because we were going to Key West, the second one was the Adventures of Tomo Sawyer, because <laughs> uh, we're floating down the Mississippi. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, the third one was Gold Rush. And then the the yeah, the third the second one was Minneapolis to New Orleans, and we did that in five days, which okay. is fucking sick. Yeah, dude, that's that's a lot of hurting people. How was the? Let me. How was riding through Iowa? <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, probably one of the craziest parts about that one was, um, on that one, my chase was a box fan. Like, uh, it was I bought it from a guy that was named Rudolph, and he was neighbors with uh, one of the guys from the Monkeys, like Davy Jones from the band the Monkeys. That's so fucking and, rad. <laughs> yeah, and when I when I bought it from him, he said, "I'll oh, just pull out those yard that guy's." <laughs> I was just like, I'm not gonna. I was like, I'll drive through it, but I'm not burning out in David Jones's front yard. (laughs) (laughs) Come chasing after you. Hey, hey, damn kids. (laughs) But yeah, it was called the Beavertown Rescue Vehicle, and I bought it from Beavertown, Pennsylvania. It was this awesome green, like, groom and box van. And uh, that was our chase for the second one. Awesome. And, you know, like, loaded up, you know, bunch of parts like that's how i learned that from the first is yeah we're gonna burn through parts mm-hmm. we're gonna need to bring tools uh we rode derbies the second time we rode the c5 and the, the rd on that one mm-hmm. and uh i'm trying to think from that one where was it on the in iowa the craziest thing that happened was um nothing I ran nothing of, crazy happens and i no i'm fucking with you <laughs> but i ran out of gas and they, like we had problems all day long and i think most of my chase like stopped to go to the aquarium earlier that day and then like you know like went to get drugs and then like <laughs> just they they have a lot a of that time. in iowa they harvest yeah. a lot yeah and so like i had a hard time you know waiting three hours for them <laughs> because my i think i think that was where my variator nut flew off oh, and man. it rolled it rolled directly into the largest field of poison ivy i've ever seen and i was like fuck so that sucked you know like and while while i'm sitting there waiting for it uh the guy was riding with me fife uh he was waiting along too just yeah camaraderie i guess yeah teammates yeah yeah i was like yeah i don't know how long they're gonna be and he was just like yeah i better wait for you (laughs) (laughs) while we're there we see somebody like roll up in like one of those old 
woody caprice wagons uh and like something that the clarks or the griswold family would drive in christmas yeah, vacation yeah. you know and they get out and they just throw this suitcase up into the woods like and they don't see us and then they drive <laughs> off and like fife and i are just like what the fuck is this you know so, <laughs> dude you gotta go check it out yeah like we go over there and the suitcase had flown open and it was just a bunch of old bread and bananas and it was just like the fuck is this and then we were like oh wow they're probably trying to like feed a fugitive or something and so like we didn't really have an option so we're just like sitting there watching it and next thing we know like this group of raccoons comes down and just starts eating and we're just like trash pandas <laughs> yeah, <trash bandas. laughs> yeah unfortunately i couldn't train one of them to find my variator not while we're sitting no. there but um i'm trying to think uh so the guys show up about two and a half hours later and I have another variant not there, throw it on. We're back on the road. It's just like, that just sucked. You know, but um, so we're back on the road and we're driving well into the night now. And it's probably about like 1 2 o'clock in the morning. And I run out of gas in the middle of nowhere. Thankfully, they're only like five minutes behind us this time. They were back at the gas, like, actually it wasn't a gas station, but they were, I forget where they had stopped, but get some meat or something. But uh, they caught up to us middle of nowhere it's been a straight road through corn forever well you're in um, iowa rob so yeah. i'm sorry to break it to you it is the middle of fucking nowhere the whole state oh, yeah. i have a oh, lot yeah. of family a lot of family in oh. iowa oh my god yeah, dude nice. I, well i used to raise go-karts oh i'd be in iowa okay. every other weekend in the summers oh my god i can't tell you my disdain for that state and corn and flat okay. corn yeah. and flat. i try to think of a corny joke but i don't think i can come up with one so. nope do <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, uh, we're, we're riding and Fife has been like, he is so short on sleep that he's mm. starting to swerve. Uh, like we grab him like two Red Bulls out of the van that he's, he just chugs them. He's like, all right, we're back on it. You're like, <laughs> we're going again. And then, you know, it's kind of like Pee-wee's big adventure. We're out of nowhere, just train track, uh, little things are like, ding, 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 like right in front of us. We're like, oh shit, like where the fuck did that come from? And you know, this train just yep. flies on by and we're just like, okay. You know, like we've just been in cornfields for an hour and a half straight. And yeah. that, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, we're, we're going and going. I end up running out of gas. I'm just like, fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, thankfully we have more in the van. So the van pulls up, throws its back light on, and it is solid gray mosquitoes mm -hmm. from the van to me. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> just like I take off my helmet and put it down, and I'm, I'm just instantly just. Yep. Oh, dude. Yeah. I was just like, what the fuck is, like, I was so glad I was riding with long sleeves and long pants on set because I was just like, sweet. Yeah, but the, the guy that was driving at the time gets out, he grabs the, grabs the guest, he's bringing it over to me. And he starts, he just starts going like, ah! and he ends up throwing the gas. Yeah, the gas <laughs> is just flying everywhere. I'm just like, shit. So I run over and pick it up quick before, like, I lose it all. Get it, like, start filling my tank until it, they're, they're biting me so bad that I just have to throw the tank or throw like out of my gas can. I'm just like, fuck, you know? So I'm just like, shit, you know, like, so I grabbed the can, ran it back over to the, over to the Beaverton quick. They pull out and I go pick up my helmet and lo and behold, there's the, one of the biggest spiders I've ever seen there. Oh, wow. Just like sitting under my helmet. So now I'm just like, fuck, do I put the helmet full of spiders back on or do I take yeah. all the bites? <laughs> At that point, dude, you just roll. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's, I grabbed the helmet, shook it, and put it on my handlebars and took off. And then, yeah, smart the play. Step, was, smart play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. 
yeah, that was that was probably the wildest thing that happened in Iowa that I believe yeah. ever in the history of Iowa. Period. Oh, yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think it was Alabama was that was another crazy one where it was just so surreal to pass the guys from LA mm-hmm. fixing a flat tire on the side of the road and like fucking in Alabama. It's just like what? Yeah, you know, I just gave him the little moped beep too, like you're seeing guys from 1500 miles away in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah. with a broken moped and just being like beep beep <laughs> <laughs> that's so rad yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's moments like that that made the pinball completely worth it you know yeah and it's you know the struggles what makes moped so fun for everybody yeah. I, you know you don't yeah, it's fun to make the ride and do all that but I love the struggle personally. I mean, that's making these tiny little weird things Definitely. do what like they're not meant the to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. They're made with the cheapest parts possible in the seventies before the tech was there. You know, like it's, that's the fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, how was, so where did the pinball two end up? Did that end up in new Orleans proper? New Orleans, or, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The crew down there was awesome. Like everybody down there ruled. Like uh, Brownwin hosted a ton of us, showed us around for the next day or two. That was amazing. You know, like it was like getting a personal tour of New Orleans with her and like everybody down there. Like Eric and uh, Maddie down there also like just unbelievably great hosts and you know really chill. Showed us around the city, took us all all the fun spots to do, all the tourist stuff, all the good bars. Mm-hmm. It ruled. You know. Yeah, dude. I can, yeah. <laughs> you know, so like destination party city is kind of always a thing you know it's a good thing well you gotta have that yeah. blow off valve you know you gotta yeah. have that like we we're serious now let's go fucking kick back yeah. and blow off i just um, tortured myself for you know five to nine days straight with my stupid hobby like what the fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> um how i know at one point you handed it off but are you still were you up to pinball three or when did yeah. okay yeah did pinball three uh I've always had help with these too, you know, like, yeah, it's obviously for, and I, I, I'm probably discrediting too many people. Yeah. Been involved. It takes, it definitely and, takes a team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. Um, yeah. The team did change every time, but you know, like, I think from the first one to the second one, I was the only one that was on the second and third one. And like uh, Jenny Mayland and Joe helped on gold rush which, uh, you know, Jenny was a big help with the second one too, which uh, hopefully she's doing well. I know she just went through some shit, so mm-hmm. hopefully she's doing well. Um, awesome lady. So. Yeah. So. Uh, very that, helpful in all the pinballs. So. Awesome. Awesome. So do you want to, this is where I kind of, I learned about your chase vehicle, I believe. Um, want to tell everybody who d- didn't happen to, anybody who's listening, let's go back and watch uh, Travis tutorial. Uh, he does a whole recap of Pinball 3, and, like, it's everything that – Travis does a great job in a moped kind of way. I love it. Travis yeah. is such a rad guy, and his recap of his team is so rad. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah Travis so, did a good job. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your chase vehicle for that, for Gold Rush. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, when going into it, I was trying to figure out, you know, like, originally we were just like, all right, well, we're going from – uh, Seattle to San Diego. Originally, I wanted to do Tijuana to Vancouver and call it up yours, but awesome. there were too many. There were too many passport issues. And <laughs> I don't think I could get into Canada still. Dude. Yeah, so. it's hard enough to. It's hard enough herding cats, you know, with the moped crews to 
put this together in the first place, like getting everybody to get their get across the border and back, like that could have been bad. So yeah. we did it the other way, you know. So <laughs> we did Gold Rush instead. Did uh yeah, Seattle to San Diego. I believe that was seven days that we had planned it out for. And uh, I, I originally thought like, cool, we'll get an RV. Like we'll just rent an RV, drive it one way down the coast. Mm-hmm. Should be the best. Like we have a place, comfy place to sleep, mm-hmm. a place to take a piss, all that good stuff. You know, place to keep the beer cold. All that's set. We can just put all the shit in that and go. But it turns out renting one is like five grand. So I was yeah, like, they're not cheap. I was like, all right, well, fuck that. Let's just buy a car. I was like, we can buy one for that and sell it when we're done. And then, so we start looking around and we find these two limousines for sale within the price range, like for three grand. I was just like, oh, fuck, you kidding me? This rules. <laughs> I can't stress to people enough. You have to see pictures of this thing. It is the most legit fucking moped vehicle yeah. ever. Like yeah. 90, 94 Lincoln Town Car, white, the last year with the sunroof. Like the quintessential limo that you saw in most of the movies mm-hmm. is this one. Uh, we, it was a retired one from the Reno Hilton yes, uh, that they used to shuttle people to and from the hotel. And, you know, and it somehow it ended up within distance from Seattle. It was one, one owner beyond the hotel. Mm-hmm. And so it was fleet maintained, had all of its maintenance on it. It just needed front brakes. That was it. And yeah. it takes standard like Ford brakes on the front. Yeah. So we just did that before we even unpacked our mopeds, you know, like just <laughs> fixed the brakes on the wheel. <laughs> yeah, and then we got, um, um, the guy there with the burrito shop hooked us up with, uh, he had a vinyl plotter and he hooked us up with, you know, pinball run for the back and gold rush for the side of it. I it saw was, that gold rush, dude, that is so fucking legit. It was so sick, yeah. Yeah, like awesome hosts again, you like, he put us up, like we stayed at his place and really awesome to let, a bunch of moped nerds just camp out like you mm-hmm. saw some deck that everybody threw like three tents up on and stuff like, yeah dude yeah uh, it's so awesome to see that yeah and also a burrito shop homie so you know like mm-hmm. we got along on a couple levels i think so yeah but uh i'm trying to think that that limo like once we found it like i sent my buddy drew and uh Berto out there to go like a couple weeks ahead and pick it up so we decided that fife and i were riding this one again together as a team and we decided to be the heels. So like we wanted to be the riders everybody hates. Yeah. On this one. I was like, the way to do that with mopeds is to <laughs> fucking ride around in a limousine. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I was just like, we're gonna take Peugeot's. Like I have a TSMR, like one of two in the US again that I knew about. And like <laughs> it was kind of funny. The other dude that had one was in Seattle, so we took a picture of ours together. You know, so like nice. our black TSMs that are just fucking so sick. And uh, Fife was also on a TSM. So it's just like, yeah, we're just taking our TSMs across the country. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, like we have our French bikes in a limousine. You know, like we had champagne in the limo at all times with like the champagne flutes. Yes. You know, like I think like when everybody had, when I got everybody's uh, money for the start of it, I remember just throwing it on the floor of the limo and be like, who made this mess? Like, who made this? <laughs> just like dumb shit like that. First time I broke down, I sent a picture to everybody of just like me sipping like LaCroix as my crew <laughs> fixed my bike for me. <laughs> so, That's so awesome. Yeah. Oh, sick. People were wishing for me to break down so hard. Oh, it ruled. <laughs> that makes me so fucking yeah. happy, dude. Like, yeah. That's uh, awesome. yeah, because we were laughing our asses off too. It was, it was so much fun. 
that's what moped should be dude that should be fun yeah i mean like that's so awesome yeah when like just for anybody who's currently hating we didn't finish the race (laughs) (laughs) well dude you're on peugeot's come on we were in (laughs) fact on peugeot's so yeah yeah we unfortunately did not finish that one but yeah like that that was like our whole thing was like you know i dressed head to toe in all white you know the whole time i was there you know like white turtleneck you know like (laughs) <laughs> like a white bell helmet with like a white bell like bell bullet but like oh. it was just and we had like fife and i had the fucking bluetooth communicators the whole time too that's but, awesome so much fun like the, that was just you know an incredible time again yeah and you know like that one being the third time i knew to expect like this is going to be fun this is going to be torture mm-hmm. like we're going to see who on the west coast that watched these first two like and actually wanted to do it like now here's the chance let's ride with these west coast crews and see what they're what they're made of yeah yeah uh, yeah everybody was cool uh yeah that one absolutely amazing yeah a lot of fun even though like unfortunately my uh, my bike was i was one of the i think i think i was like the sixth dnf that time that sucked i wanted to make i might even what's that how many days did you make it? Did you make it out of the first day? I mean, I know like getting I don't the think first I made is... that first day. I burnt through all three of my top ends that first day. Mm-hmm. And that was just it. I was like, fuck, you know, like I'm not taking Fife's backups. Like he's, he might, he's probably gonna need them. So mm, well, again, he's on a French bike. So yeah. 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 So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he had the, the funniest thing is we, on that one, I had bought a bike from at whiskey business three. I had bought a bike from the Denver guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 10 years later, I'm using that top end from, it was like a Galera kit from Peugeot. Mm-hmm. I was running that against them uh, on a TSM. So it was kind of also cool that I was like pulling something, you know, cause I was also just like, you know, like we're riding in a limo, <laughs> like I'm having people fix my bikes for me and I'm going to beat you with your old cylinder. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's so- stupid shit like that. <laughs> cause those guys were the guys to beat. Like they, they did awesome. The first two, mm-hmm. you know, like. They, they were the team to beat and they also got a little too cocky and all three rode their own bikes and yeah, that bit them in the ass too. Yeah, instead <laughs> of having a one crew bike, you know, like yeah. all three of them and man, the, the problems just tripled. Yeah. Uh, they still rode hard and did great, but yeah, that was just three times the problems. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, I was going to ask you a few questions here. So you, did you just, since you said you burnt through all your cylinders, did you even get on a bike to kind of ride anymore during that? Or did you just have the... Um, yeah, like day two or three, uh, I think it was actually day three. I, uh, that's when Fife decided, like, dude, this is a pain in the ass. I want to be in that fucking limo getting drunk. Like, you want to <laughs> ride. <laughs> he's like, if both of us were out here, we'd be do it for the pride. But he's just like, Fife didn't finish the first two. Yep. So it wasn't a big deal for him. To, you know, he was just like, fuck, if we do it as a team, whatever. I was yep. like, sweet. You know, like, that's awesome. Like, that'll get me some seat time and that you can party today, dude. Like, you rode hard yesterday. It's time for me to ride. Awesome. And so, you know, like, we switched off. I think it was, I think it was day three or four. I can't remember. Five. But uh, he was fiddling with it all day. Kept stopping. And he was getting so frustrated with it. But, by, like, like, we broke down by a blueberry field, which is awesome because then we just, like, picked a bunch of blueberries. That was a nice treat. But then, like, yeah, dude. you know, broke down, like, right beside, a, like, a farm getting watered, and there's just, like, constant rainbows appearing and disappearing. Like, that was really cool to fix a Peugeot by. <laughs> but at one point, like, the Fife just said, fuck it. You know, like, 
He's like, I'm out of here. And I remember riding along the coast and it was somewhere where we were, like, we were right along the beach and like the beach crashing against rocks and stuff like that. And Fife was just like, I'm done. Like, I'm, I want to party. Like mm-hmm. this thing, I can't figure it out. And I was like, well, I'll put the nail in the coffin because I want to party too. Like, yeah. I was just like, I will ride this bike till it dies. Like, mm-hmm. you keep fooling around with it. Let's go. So I'm cruising along. Yeah, everybody's partying back in the limo. And out of nowhere, Maitland uh, from San Francisco pulls up on me. And I'm right, like, at one of the drop-downs where I checked out when I was originally planning the route. I'm, I remember seeing this ocean, like, crashing against rocks and being like, this is beautiful. I remember telling Maitland about it. And here he comes riding up beside me in a full alligator costume. Awesome. Like, on a bike. And we're just cruising together for, like, four or five miles. And it's just a beautiful moped moment, you know, mm-hmm. riding bikes along the beach in the middle of fucking nowhere. Waves crashing, like, spraying up in the air beside us. He's dressed as a fucking alligator. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> like this big like furry alligator suit and just cruising along it was it was like that first smile from riding mopeds again you know like like we got that hit every time we did a pinball and uh so he he was like two miles an hour faster than me so eventually i was just like dude you know like catch up and catch you later you know and he like pulled out and just like yeah average speed was a little bit higher i was just like cool you know? yeah, yeah. And, was, and at that point you know like we were going up this hill for a long time and I remember seeing the temp gauge rising like over 400 a couple of times. I was just like, okay, might be happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I see this like amazing, like five mile slight downhill grade, like in front of us. I'm just like, this is it. This is the nail in the coffin. So I go full tech on it. I remember, uh, yeah, Brown and Angelique were running beside me in their car at that time. And I took the air filter off and just like, Hey, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Lean as oh, me. Killing this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, get hit that top speed. So I remember I was, I was cruising somewhere around like 52 or 54. I uh, got down into my tuck and I was, I just remembered eyes like flicking right down between the, the temp sensor and the road. It kept climbing. I was just like, oh shit. You're like, at 500, I started tensing up. I was just like, all right, it's going to happen. You know, like kept going 550, you know, 600. Oh, wow. I was like, Dude, you what hit high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I stopped looking at the temp sensor and just knew it was coming. After mm-hmm. after five fifty, I was like, "It's coming." You know, like yeah, just kept it wide open, and so eventually it did just like <laughs> yeah, it just hold on that rear wheel lock yeah. up. And yeah, yeah, it was just like you know, like the brakes kind of or the I guess like the drive's kind of jerking a little bit. It's mm-hmm. just like <laughs> so rode it out. It was awesome. You know, yeah. came down. Final final head temp was seven twenty six. Holy on the, shit, which dude. is the like, highest I have ever seen. I was personally insane. seen five thirty five and the motor still yeah. live, but like I've yeah. never heard anybody getting past six. Holy no, it, it welded itself to the cylinder. Yeah. Like that was yeah. that was how that Denver kit ended. You know, it was a proper burial. <laughs> yeah. I believe that was a proper burial for it. It was meant to be. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh I, I remember I, I took the belt off, rolled it down the hill. And uh, at the bottom of the hill, there's this RV just chilling down there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, no shit. I was like, well, I'm going to wait for the, you know, the limo. They were at a scenic overlook, like just chilling for a while. So I was like, I'll just wait for the guys here. You know, like it was a scenic vista itself. And there was an RV there. So I knocked, I was just like, hey, like, you all right? You know, like parked here beside the road. Like, I was like, my, I just broke down too. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, oh yeah, I'm good. Like I broke down, but parts are coming. They'll be here in two days. Mm-hmm. I was like, in the meantime, I just have to live at the beach. I was like, oh, okay, cool. 
<laughs> it was this older dude. He's like, can I get you a beer? I was like, oh, hell yes. <laughs> yes, you can, sir. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. So I remember like, I remember like he gave me like a fucking, like a Hawaiian flower lay and I put it on my bike oh. and he like, came and checked it out. He's like, oh, I remember mopeds. I used to have one, all this stuff. I was like, cool, you know? It, like he had like a maxi back in the day, I guess. Every but then the old person who had a moped had a maxi, I swear to God. Yeah. 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 So lo and behold, I tell him like our chase is a limo. And he's like, oh, I used to drive those. I was just like, excuse me? I was like, where'd you drive them from? He's like, the Reno Hilton. I was just like, you are what fucking kidding fuck? me. Yeah. Like we're on this beach in California and lo and behold, this the limousine pulls up and he's just like, oh yeah, I believe I remember this one. <laughs> It's just one of those impossible moments where you just yeah, like, yeah, dude, that's so, that fucking surreal. So awesome. Yeah, like how did that happen? Yeah. So yeah, like after that point, it was just party time, you know, with all of us in the limo, just having a <laughs> fucking blast, you know. And like by then, I could actually also be more of a proper host too, like getting to finish lines and stuff. But mm-hmm. well, yeah, kind that of was, you're partying that was, in the limo and what? Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> proper yeah. ish. Proper ish. Yeah. We'll go on the ish there. Yeah. If you're if you if you if you got the 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 gumption to join a pinball, like you should be able to be relatively independent. You know, so. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, at the same time, it was like that was another just like insane moped moment where I was just like, this is like one of the most beautiful things I've ever done. All this, all the headaches of mopeds have been worth it. You know, like all the fucking carbon plate in my eyes, like. <laughs> yeah. All the fucking smell like, yeah, smell like lawnmower everywhere you go, and like mm-hmm. it's all worth it, you know. Like yeah, all like all the like petty arguments that people get into over nothing, you know. It's just like now this this is what riding mopeds is about. Mm-hmm. So it was a really nice reminder of that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a sweet and sour. It's you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, how was the rest of the ride for you then? Were you just was that, that just last we went down sunset strip listening to fucking motley crew like in the oh, limo like drinking beer out of the sunroof yeah on a fucking friday night or saturday night you know like just partying it mm-hmm. ruled mm-hmm. <laughs> like we went up my home drive like all kinds of cool stuff man and then like had tacos with the, the la crew that hosted us down there like they, those guys are all red red uh, on yeah there's a really fun bar they took that would, they had the finish line at i think it was like the ace or something i can't remember okay but yeah like they're were, they were really cool really cool moped crew there mm-hmm. like was that the woolly bullies or was it a different crew at that point yeah i think there was two that were like coming together to help out but the woolly bullies definitely i believe they did that was the main crew that was helped out right on right on i would have to i'd have to double check on that one for yeah. after receive it <laughs> um yeah just so amazing I'm... amazing times we drew, we took the limo through a tree in the redwoods oh okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like we drove it through a tree there's five and i out the top of the second sunroof <laughs> with our helmets that... on of course <laughs> did you get to ride anymore once did you jump on anything after you blew it up or were you just no we, lim- we limo actually life packed or... them up at we packed them up at treats and sent them home okay uh, we got to san francisco yeah, yeah. so treats was all like all, they were obviously awesome enough to ship them for us and yeah yeah those guys are awesome yeah, so, everything they do is awesome, and I can't thank yeah. um, Dana and Benji enough, like yeah. just for being such lifeblood to the community. And same with Dose, yeah. and same with Denny's, and all the 
part suppliers that we all love. And I, I, I try to give everybody their proper due every podcast. Yeah. And, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like one of the funniest parts is like, I was buying parts from Benji when I was still out of his like apartment, you know, like mm-hmm. his closet was treats Yeah. <laughs> and I was putting in relatively large orders and he was just like, what the fuck? Who is this dude? Like, <laughs> I was like, man, I got like 20 mopeds to fix out here. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, I think one second. Yeah. Again, thank uh, Dana and Benji, especially you guys have really made mopeds really cool for me this year. Thank you again for all you've done. Um, But yeah. 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 Um, You talk about, how is the, how is the wrestle at pinball and like just going through like being more support and not finishing? Uh, oh, it was exhausting and a blast and everything that should be mopeds all in one, you know, uh, J-Bot, uh, there was a big controversy over him uh, missing an exit and taking a highway for too long. And uh, yeah, that was, it was, a, everybody had an opinion instantly. It was just like, shit, you know, and then everybody's looking at me too. I'm like, all right, I gotta make a fucking decision here. So oh, I remember, sh- I went over, I went over to JBot, and I was just like, I was like, dude, I might have, depending on what goes on, I might have to pull the, the funds for first place from you. But I was like, ride hard and shut everybody up, so it's no doubt that you would want it. Mm-hmm. And you know, like then we'll change our mind. You know, like let's mm-hmm. see what happens over the next two days. And he was, I remember him being really bummed out because he was riding for a rabbit rescue too, so he wasn't even riding for it personally. I was yeah. just like. I was like, fuck, he's got it. Like, if he kicks everyone's ass, he has to get it. So, yeah. you know, like, it's not like he's put it in his pocket or anything. It's like, he's riding for a charity, too. So, I was like, mm-hmm. ah, fuck. <laughs> mm. I forget if that, that was like one or two grand for that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So, that one was like, that, that one was at least like three grand in prizes. So, wow, that's, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and plus, like, uh, who knows all the other unknowns from like sponsorships and that shit, kind of shit was cool, too. Mm hmm. Um, so did, how did, who ended up winning that one then? Uh, see, J-Bot won. That's and awesome. He rode, no one had a question that he would have won after, mm-hmm. had he gone back and taken the other ride. And some people still grumbled, but it's pretty obvious that he had what it took. Yeah. Like he, he did definitely miss the thing. So there's that always, that little asterisk that might go up, but yeah, yeah there's no doubt in my mind he would have. <laughs> Had he taken like, you know, the other turn that everybody else took, or yeah, like I think Denver got a little salty because they ended up taking like their maps took them on a road that's not even finished, and they were like blowing tires and shit. And yeah, I was just like, it's like fuck, you guys have great points here, you know, like he, that could have been him, you know. Mm-hmm. But you guys all still made it to the finish line too. Yeah, yeah. He's his time ahead is I don't know. Dude, man. he he <laughs> deserves it because of the bunnies. Okay, I'll say this: like yeah. any anytime you hit J-Bot yeah. up, like. He'll like last time I talked to him for via email. I was like, oh, I'm working with bunnies right now, and I'm like, okay, dude, yeah. busy, no big deal. Um, yeah. That's awesome. And what yeah, no, year, just, yeah, that's rad. What year was that? No, was that 2016? Uh, they were they were all back to back, so they were all you know one year, the next year, the okay. next year. They were all sequential. And then after the third one, that was like the original vision that mm-hmm. i had had for him i was just like cool we did the three you know like we hit all the main moped groups this is awesome you know like we did it next thing would be like oh shit you know like what do we do where do we go from here you know 
And with that cue, boys and girls, I think we are going to wrap this episode up for today. Um, this is our, because we had the legend himself, Rob Burrito, we can't get it all done in one podcast. Um, tune in. This is going to be a special Moped, Second Chance Moped podcast. You'll be getting an episode tomorrow as well. So with that, I'll have to remind Rob one more time. Don't forget, my guy, <laughs> mopeds are dumb. Oh, yeah. See you tomorrow, Rob. Talk to you later. Later. Thank <laughs> you.